Hi, dear listeners. Look, the sound quality on this week's Bestie Hotline is not fantastic. We're in lockdown and we had to do this one remote. I hope you'll bear with us. I've tried to fix it, but you know what they say. I don't have time for this. Hey, Bestie. You know what I don't have time for? Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. With the we don't have time for all this, girls. <laughs> this is terrible. Let's try it again. You know what? You need to be the intro nah, person. I think you should do no, it. No, I think this is what you're good at. I'm good at other things. No. Okay. You're not everything to everyone all the time, Jeff. Revs, I really enjoyed being your backup dancer, okay? Your hype girl doing the bring, bring. No, so it's no, you. I'm, it's you. No, I'm forcing you to step out of your comfort zone into your discomfort zone for growth purposes. Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline with Jem and Revsy. No, I want to introduce myself like you get to. <sighs> so, okay, you want me to do it, but you want to micromanage me the whole way. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. I'm your host, Revsity Duda, with my co-host, Jem Schmem. <laughs> welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're very excited. Kicking into the weekend. It's Friday night. It's time to jump into that group chat and uh, hash out your problems with your besties. Yeah, this is our Agony Aunt segment or Dolly Doctor vibes, whatever you want to oh call my God. it. Remember Dolly Doctor? Uh, do we ever? That was my whole sex education. Is it normal to have hair on your vagina? Can you get pregnant in a swimming pool? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, shall we get straight into it? Because this episode is meant to be punchy. It's punchy. It's not going to be a full, long and winding road where we talk about ourselves. We want to hear your problems and then we're going to hash them out. Still no advice, but we're just going to hash it out like besties do. And guys, the bestie hotline is always anonymous. You can bring us your juiciest, trickiest, most fucked up shit. We are here for it. Yeah. Who called the hotline today? You know what I don't have time for, Gem and Rebsy? It's um, my one-year-old shitting in the bath almost every night. She's got the nickname Nuggets. I'm terrified to wash her uh, because it's, yeah, it's so often. If she hasn't pooed that day, I just don't bath her now. Is that bad? Because, yeah, she has the nickname Nuggets because it's happened so often. And, you know, you have to take both kids out, clean the bath, then rewash them because they've got shit particles on them. It's not ideal and I don't have time for it. Shit particles. <laughs> Nuggets. Shit particles is a great name for kids. Oh, dear. Oh, I just got to run out and pick up my shit particles. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, pink eye must be rife in her household. I don't have bath shitters. Ever? Teddy one time has dropped a nugget. Okay, so Rafa has once, Iggy has once, but that's it. Yeah, so this sounds like a regular situation. But do you know what? I hear this with some kids. Like, I've got a mate whose kid shits every night oh. at like 2 a.m. Oh. <laughs> what hours are acceptable for you? My nephew does a big shit just after bath time. My oh. nappy and jammies have gone on every night. He does like a pre sleep poo. No, that's so annoying. That is so annoying. I that know. would piss me right off. Almost to the point where the bath time routine should get moved to the morning. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like he's all fresh and clean, oh. new nappy, had a story, in his snuggly jammies, here it comes. <laughs> 
how funny are human poo habits? You know, like, obviously we know the old tale of coffee drinkers and their rush to the poo and that feeling that you get. Do you know what my poo thing was? <laughs> when I was deep in auditioning for acting jobs, I had this thing where I'd get nervy poos. Oh, my mum gets nervy poos. So I had this weird thing where every time I'd go to an audition, I would soil the cast... <laughs> The casting agent's toilet? But you're in a waiting room with other actors waiting to go in. And sometimes the toilet was really close. So then I'd have to do my, you know, poo pike down the toilet trick. Half pike whirlpool. Yes. Thank you, DLs, who are in full support of this. And thank you for telling me that I've changed your life. I know I have. But it's so funny what triggers our bowel movement. So, yeah, for me, it's like nervous poos before an audition. And for some kids, it's warm water. Yeah. Or 2 a.m. Or (laughs) 2 a.m. Yeah, I think that blows. If a kid's waking themselves up with their own shit, that is problematic for everyone. I remember when I had Teddy and it was like back into newborn days and he would like drop a deuce in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this. (laughs) I really can't leave him to languish in his shit all night. I really do need to change it. But it was such a relief to me when we were through that again. Yeah. There's no more night poos. (laughs) Here's an admission. When I was a first time mum, I didn't know that you really only need to change a nappy when your kid's done a poo. So I always thought you had to change a nappy with every wee. Did you know there'd been a wee? On Huggies nappies, you know the indicator line that's yellow and it turns blue? So anytime Raph is. What that is? I genuinely was like, am I going crazy or was that yellow before? Now it's blue. Oh my God, red. I thought it was like a size thing. No, it's an indicator line so you know that your kid's nappy is wet. Well, I was today years old when I found that out. You really could have done with that. Look, my kids used to waddle around with nappies around their knees. They were so full of wee because I wait for the poo. This is why I think it's a really helpful bit of information to know that because every time I used to breastfeed Rafa in the night, I'd look at her nappy and be like, oh, shit, I've got to change her. But no, kids can wear one nappy for an entire night if they haven't done a shit. Of course they can. But no one told me. So I would change Rafa with every feed. Like, can you imagine that? In the middle of the night. And then one day, the good mum said to me, babe, why are you changing her nappy in the night? And I was like... Just imagining the good (laughs) mum sitting in the corner of your nursery at like 2am, like, babe, why are you doing that? Don't you know how to mum? <laughs> oh, good mum, we love you. But oh. let's be honest, I'm going to be a wallet mum till death. Till death, till death. All right, so back to nuggets. <laughs> Sweet little nuggets. <laughs> that is really problematic for your mum. You're not helping her out. You're not doing her any favours, man. Maybe Nuggets needs to start having a shower. Yeah, but no one's got time for pellets on the shower room floor. Just squish them down. Do you know what's interesting about a poo in the bath, though? Is because... (laughs) What's that, Jim? (laughs) I love that we created this bestie hotline just to really, really get into the DNA of poo. It's a deep dive on fecal matter. (laughs) But this is where I'm headed. <laughs> Hear me out. Poos have different consistencies. Yeah. They react very differently in water. Okay. <laughs> if your kid has sticky hamburger poos, I think you're okay. I feel like they would stay intact. What's a sticky hamburger? You know, little beef patty in the nappy. <laughs> I love it when my kids do a beef patty in the nappy because often it's a one wipe clean. <laughs> this is making me feel so smug that I'm out of this phase of life. Fuck you. Fuck One you. But then you get your sloppy poos. Now you oh, you do not want a sloppy poo in the bath. That's poo particles. That is a party of poo particles. That would be like a meniscus of shit. Oh, <laughs> Hang it out on the surface. Oh. Yeah, you got to. Well, if she's called nuggets. We know it's nuggets. We've got to assume it's pellets, like yeah. a little rabbit. 
I feel like you could fish those out quite easily <laughs> with a, you know what, here's our advice. Here we go. I've got it. Nuggets, mum. Get yourself a fish scoop. Go to the pet shop. Get yourself a fish scoop. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Get yourself a fish scoop. Sorted. Scoop those babies out. Chuck them in the loo. Yep. Continue the bath. All our kids' baths are full of poo particles, whether they've dropped a nugget or not. Yeah. They're disgusting, those things. They've probably got poo, wee, worms. <laughs> oh, worms in a bath. Bits of lunch. No. 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 Can I tell you a really fun story? Hit me. My poor sister, she's such content fodder for this podcast. Her son was constipated for a few weeks. Sorry, I didn't hear that. What did you say? Her son was constipated for a few weeks. Yeah. And he got really distressed by it, poor darling. So one night she was his birthing partner in the bath. Let it out. Let it out. And she sat with him in the bath and helped him birth a big constipated poo. I can't. I can't. And then she called me the next day and she's like, last night I was Tommy's birthing partner. And I was like, say what? And she explained it to me and she's like, and now he wants to do it again tonight. I'm crying. And she's like, I'm going to give him a weird fetish. How do I put an end to this? Oh my God, if every poo was that eventful... Call the midwife! <laughs> Do you know what I have a problem with? What? My kids obsessively drink bath water. Oh. Hubs and I good. are constantly batting their faces away from the water. We're like, don't drink it! And we it's like a ritual now where we bring them fresh water. Like Rafa's <laughs> obsessed with like, is that fresh water? We're like, yes, this is the drinking water. And oh, Iggy the other day picked up a mangy flannel. Do you call them flannels in Australia? I call them washers, but, you know. Whatever. I get it. He picked up a mangy washer that Hubs didn't wring out and was sodden with, like, old water from God knows when. And he, like, dunked it in the disgusting bathwater, which at this point it was a weird shade of (laughs) grey, and then sucked the water out of this mangy flannel. Do you know what? delicious i remember no 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 not no no i remember as a kid the sensation of sucking a drink out of a dirty flannel and you know what it's probably got great bacteria you know what? i'm gonna roll with that it's probably really good for gut health yep makes me feel better yeah i mean if they're sitting in it yeah but you know what's awkward okay is that rafa loves to announce when she's done a wee in the bath Right. So she announces that and then Iggy proceeds to drink the water. Like, I just, I can't get around this. My kids went through a state of playing a game of bullseye with their wings in the bath when one of them would stand up to wing and the other one would try and catch it. No. No. <laughs> kids are fucking gross. End of. I think I would take any day my kid dropping a shit in the bath over your partner being in the toilet for 40 minutes. At least with the poo, you grab your fish scoop, you scoop it out, you dunk in the toilet, done, right? What I can't handle is solo parenting for 40 minutes because someone's in the toilet doing a poo. When really we know it's scrolling your phone. Okay, Revs, are we really going to go there with this? Because I thought this was meant to be a 20-minute snappy episode (laughs) because load me up. You got a lot to say. I got a lot to say about this. Hit me. My husband, not only does he sit on the toilet for 40 minutes, but... Every single night, I'm like, babe, can you run the bath? He goes upstairs, runs the bath, sits on the toilet and scrolls his phone. 
and pretends to be busy running the bath. And one day I was like, hey, babe, you know when I run the bath? I run upstairs, turn the bath on, tell Alexa to set a timer for five minutes, and then I go and turn over a load of laundry. Like I do shit, but he will steal any minutes in the day and call them his own. Meanwhile, our kids are downstairs throwing spaghetti bolognese against the wall, and I'm like, where the fuck is he? He's gotten into this cycle of running the bath, in inverted commas, a.k.a. self-care, as he says. Kills my vibes. Oh, self care has been weaponized. I agree. I agree. Self care has become unimpeachable. Like if you, if you say like, oh, I've just got to drink this bottle of wine, man. Self care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, no, like- no. It, you're absolutely right. Like my husband, when I rage on him about how much he surfs, he's like, but it's for my mental health. And then I have no comeback. No recourse. Like what can I say to that? Like, I don't give a shit about your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you what can't. about my mental health? <laughs> Do you know what else is problematic with kids that poo in the bath? This was my experience when Iggy dumped a shit in a bath. The bath was full of bubbles. And so we didn't know how long he had been swimming and bathing in his own shit. Well, it was disguised. Like it was so bubbly that there was a thick surface. Bobbing for nuggets. And it was one of those things where it's like, hey, what up? Nah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Is that. Nah, and you just don't you just don't want it to be true. So you just sit on the toilet while the kids literally swimming in their own shit and ignoring it because you just don't want it to be true. And then the moment you realize you're like, oh fuck me, you know. Sometimes you just hope that you can squish it down the drain. <laughs> this feels like it's happened to you more than once. You've got a lot of tips <laughs> for someone who this has happened to once. I feel like you've got a bit of punesia. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Raph's fully out of nappies now, right? Yeah. yeah. So how long have you got to go until you're nappy free? Well, Iggy's 18 months. Oh, fucking ages. Yeah, boy. got some time to go. Like, I, I, th- I don't think he's going to be an early toilet trained kid. It would be off brand for him to be early anything. Yeah, look so at... at least two more years of yeah, shit in your life. Yeah, I was going to say, he might be, like, starting school and I'm like, babe, it might be time to get out of those nappies. Look, I won't judge him. Nah, don't Just, rush him. Yeah, I don't mind changing a nappy. I find toilet training quite painful. Yeah. That I would put it off because dealing with poo during, like, do you remember just little logs all over your living room? Like, it's exhausting (laughs) to deal with. I'd potty, like, right in front of the TV. Oh, God. And the negotiations and the bribery. Like, I I just, I don't have time for it, Revs. (laughs) Hit me with the nappies. Um, now, am I right in bringing up that when you were a toddler, you were afraid to poo? I did this really weird thing that I've since learned that it's not uncommon, but I used to go and hide under furniture, so the dining table, for example, or behind a couch, and I would crouch down and stick my heel into my butthole (laughs) and plug it and not let the poo come out, and then I would wait for the feeling to pass. Three strikes, you're out. I'd give it, like, two goes, and on round three when the feeling returns. Because you know what it's like with the poo? I've never tried to hold one in. Never? No, no. There will have been... I'm sorry. She is so indignant right now. I'm waving the finger. Revs. There will have been times in your life where you were out and about and unable to access a toilet. This is supposed to be like a fun sleepover game and we've just created Poo FM as a vertical. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you didn't think you had enough poo from when you didn't have time for this. 
Wait, but seriously, have you never held in a poo? Not really. Wow. But I don't. I think you've got speedy bowels. Oh. I am in and out. People often think I've just done a wee and I have done. Who's analysing? I'm a turbo pooer, but I'm going to make you talk me through your process. You have a process, Jeff. My process is I do a poo. No, but, okay, well then let's. What, what is your process in the classic three? No, but. Of course you have a process. No, I mean, I, I want to talk timeline. From the moment you park your ass on the seat, how long till drop off? Not that long. Oh my god, Rebs, do you know what you're gonna have to go through again? What? Navigating pooing while dating. <laughs> while dating. Dating? Yes. Oh god. Imagine. Oh my god, like when you're in a new relationship and you hold poo in. And farts. And the farts. works. No, you don't want them to hear you. You don't want to leave a smell. Oh. Like, all the things. Oh, my God. Do you leave the door open? Obviously not. Uh, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I would find that so aggressive in a new relationship. Couple of weeks in. Just a real flex. <laughs> I am who I am. Take me or leave me. My half-pike whirlpool technique will be your BFF. No, it will be. Ha- no, serious question. No, like, don't laugh. I'm being serious. Have you tried it? No, give it a go. No, seriously, lots of DLs have told me it's changed their life. Talk us through it again. Okay. Get the flush ready, don't you? Well. Which way do you sit on the toilet? What? You just sit on it like normal. How do you reach the flusher? I, I can only demonstrate it to you. I can't okay. explain. I'll explain. So is sitting on the toilet and she's... Doing a reach around with her finger on the flush button and she's ready to pop a squat. Yeah, so the technique is... Seriously, you're going to thank me for this. Yeah, talk us through. So, you know, I'm not about wasting water. Get to the point. Yeah, but, but like it's... so much set up. Okay, so half flush, the half flush. The half flush. Okay, so do you know what's funny about this technique? Is it's becoming... I can't talk... <laughs> It's become a game. It's become a game. Of course it has. The timing. When you nail the timing. I'm going to translate because you can't talk. When you nail the timing, you're like, PB, PB. Okay. It's the idea that you get a whirlpool going, you drop the poo into it, and then you finish it off, and it's like it was never there. Correct. Ghost poo. There's there's no odour. Okay. Right. Right? And then... So you really do have to nail the timing. Yes. Also, can I just say... I think I just won't date. <laughs> Sounds too hard. Equally important in the early dating days, it leaves no skid marks. Oh, yes. <laughs> because the whirlpool. Oh, God. Oh, well, look, I think we need to shut this down. This has been great. Uh, it's really taken a turn. But hang on. And then you wipe. Yeah. And then you second half flush. Uh-huh. Done. No odour, no skiddies. Save the planet. <laughs> <laughs> What's not to love? Correct. Coined by Gemma Peanut on the gram. The half pike poo whirlpool technique. <laughs> Stop. I'm cutting you off. That's enough. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> I think what we've learned today is children are the worst. Parenting is hard. We've all lost our minds. And poo is funny. <sighs> Thanks for calling the Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. <laughs>